From the PSIA AASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and we are visiting again with Kyle Wilson, the snow school director at Nordic Mountain. Kyle, we spoke last in June, and here we are now. We've got an ice storm coming. You're in the middle of uh, uh, ski and ride season. How is it going? Yeah, it's a pleasure to be with you again, George. Um, weather this year has been extremely strange for, I think, most regions of the United States. Um, so we are in the middle of a really cold snap here, which is awesome for, you know, our snowmaking, building our base. We were chatting a bit before we started about just how much of our snow is man-made and you know, it's pretty much our whole business. So we're thankful for the cold, even though it's not very nice to ski in. <laughs> now, you are a smaller ski area in Wisconsin. Tell us a little bit about your hill. Yeah, so we've got, you know, all 300 vertical feet and a lot of really neat varying, you know, green runs, really, you know, in the grand scheme of skiing. Obviously, you know, they're labeled as blues and blacks, but... You know, it's a pretty family-oriented place. Um, in just a few visits and a couple of lessons, you can pretty much explore the whole hills. So uh, for that reason, it's really neat. There's one base area, you know, everyone circles back to the main lodge. So in the spring, there's a lot of people hanging out on the snow, like it's a beach. And uh, it's just a really neat place. And you applied for and uh, were awarded with the 2023 Small School uh, PSIA ASI scholarship, uh, and that was really what our chat was about in June. Did you apply for that again? Yes. Yeah, so um, we did apply for the small snow school scholarship again, and unfortunately, we did not get it. So it was kind of a deflating start to the season. You know, we, in a way, you know, I think not that we took it for granted, but we were just had high hopes we would get awarded the scholarship again. Um, but then I got the phone call, you know, hey, sorry, we can't get to you because so many other people, you know, were inspired and wanted to apply for it as well. So that was cool to hear. Um, but it put us, you know, I was a bit disappointed, you know. So then when I shared the news with our staff, um, you know, something really cool happened where, you know, I was like, came into the situation kind of disappointed. Hey, guys, we didn't get the scholarship money, so I don't know if we can do all the events that we're thinking. And then you know, five or six of our core adult lead instructor staff uh, decided, you know, if we didn't get scholarship money from the PSA, then maybe it's my job, you know, to pitch in and help, you know, fund some of these events for our younger staff. And so would never have expected it, but, you know, through their generosity, we ended up certifying 13 level one instructors last weekend. And all of those lead instructors paid for that certification, you know, on their own, uh, out of their own generosity. So that was just a super cool thing. So those new instructors did not have to pay registration fees for their exams. That came from you guys and the money that was donated from your instructors. Right. So the way that we structure it is everyone is on their hook for their own dues. You know, you have to be at least that bought in. Uh, but then from there, you know, so far over the last two seasons with all of the different funding that we've gotten, um, you know, we've certified close to 25 instructors, I think, uh, all out of scholarship money, both from the PSIA and then, you know, donated money from our own lead staff, uh, which, you know, 
the generosity is really the overwhelming part. No one prompted these people to do it, but they all benefited from the scholarship that Rui received from TSIA. And so they all made the decision in their own minds, you know, this meant a lot to me and I want to be able to give that experience to our younger instructors as well. So I just am blown away by them and their generosity. Yeah, Kyle, one of our themes this year is community in our ski and ride schools. And it sounds like you all really show true community. Yeah, that's, I mean, such a focal point for everyone, I think, in the snow sports industry in general, we're all seeking a community. And, uh, you know, the mantra that we as a snow school settled on this year was just this idea of being a role model, you know, challenging ourselves every day to be a role model. So what does that mean? So. You know, for our younger high school staff, it means, you know, I'm teaching a lot of kids and these kids look up to me. They want to be just like me. So how am I going to treat them to make them feel, you know, extra validated by someone that they look up to? And then, you know, it goes further than that. And I think that's really what inspired some of our lead instructors was, you know, to them, they heard the challenge of, you know, be a role model. And they decided to respond by saying, well, I want to teach, you know, these younger instructors what it means to live a generous life and to, you know, pass on knowledge to the next generation. So to them, you know, being a role model was just, you know, funding education opportunities. So it's presented itself in such a wide variety of ways, but our community is very strong and I'm excited to see it keep growing. Now, tell us a little bit about the 13 who went through their exams. Are most of them high school age? Yeah, this year was actually very exciting because, uh, you know, we had six or seven random adults come out of the woodwork. And for us at our snow school, it's pretty rare to find an adult who wants to give their weekends away for the entire winter, you know. Um, so we had, you know, six adults show up this year and say, you know what, I want to do this for the next 10 seasons plus, you know, how can I just get as up to speed as possible? And so, obviously, they were huge candidates for us to say, like, hey, you know, you're fresh into this. Let us show you, you know, the world of all the different education you can get and go really deep into the sport. And then the other half of them were also our, uh, our high school s staff that were kind of new. But we tried to prioritize. It's hard to invest, you know, in uh, a revolving staff, so to speak. And we love our high school students, but, you know, we're also very obviously on a shorter timeline before they leave for school. So we tried to prioritize some of our younger staff, some of our you know freshmen and sophomore staff to say, like, hey, how can we get you up to speed and how can we you know, get you to the level where you can pass your exam and, you know, be a core member for us for the next three plus seasons. So that's where our, our mindset was at when it came to mentoring some of our younger staff toward that certification route. Now, I've got to back up just a little bit. You said six adults who said, we want to do this for the next 10 seasons. You had that kind of commitment from them? You know, it was interesting. It's a kind of a mixed bag, right? So some of them I've been working on for multiple years already because they've been <laughs> our You know, it's like I see Tom out here every weekend. I'm like, Tom, for crying out loud, you teach someone new in our beginner every week. Like, why won't you just you know, get paid for it. <laughs> so, um, so there's a couple like that, but then, you know, there was a couple other people who were really on the fence coming in and, um, my lead, uh, trainer, Scott Belichka, who I think you also spoke with, 
you know, yeah. he came to me like, Kyle, these people are on the fence, but I think we could really get them. Uh, you know, we could really get them to drink the Kool-Aid. So <laughs> he started working on them and just said, you know, look at all these amazing opportunities. There's this PSIA. Here's everything I can teach you. And then, you know, after their certification experience, I'm not exaggerating, you know, two of them literally came up to me and said, hey, that was amazing. I'm in this for the long haul. Like, let me know every Saturday I'm yours. And that was just, you know, icing on top of the cake. You never expect that, but it was really cool to get that. And your high schoolers, I that was also a real eye-opener. Uh, that you're you were encouraging the younger staff members. Do you not? Do you have a junior program, or do you train your young instructors to be instructors? Yeah, that's a very interesting question because um, you know we also just have a really unconventional lesson set up in general with our free beginner instruction, and our high school staff are core pieces of that program. Um, so we train them up to be equal to any instructor there is. We try to give them as much training as we can, hands-on. Um, and obviously there's crew leads, you know, that are there kind of calling the shots, directing traffic. But in our beginner area, especially on our group nights where we've got, you know, elementary schools, middle schools coming through, all of those kids taking lessons, um, staffing that, our high school staff are the core of what we do during the week. So. You know, we're relying on 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, and obviously our juniors and seniors, 16 to 18 as well. Um, and sometimes that's nerve-wracking, but that's really where the mantra of, you know, just being a role model came from. Because, you know, that's what I need more than anything else, to be able to trust that the, the young staff that we have out there are role models. You know, because everything else will come, but if, as long as we can trust that they're making, you know, sound judgment calls. So how are you seeing this season? Uh, you know, we're right in the middle of it. We've got some more big weekends coming up and spring break. Uh, what's what's your overall view of how this season's going to turn out for you? You have a, another group that are going to be going through training or uh, exams? We do have one more event on the books. Um, a lot of our lead staff, you know, we didn't really start this whole movement of trying to get people certified until maybe two or three seasons ago. And so a lot of our lead staff are now up for CEUs and they need to start, you know, doing some more education, which is really neat. And so we're hosting a, a CS1, Child Specialist 1 exam uh, at the start of February because a lot of those, you know, lead, and like I said, we're very family oriented. So that was what we had the most interest in. Um, so we'll have an examiner come out to the hill again to do that exam with us. But other than that, you know, looking forward on the season, um, it would be really nice to try to get something more adaptive focused in the books. And, you know, whether that's just an informational session or something, I, I haven't looked too for much into it, but we do have an adaptive event that it will be happening um, with the help of adaptive adventures at the beginning of March. So, you know, now that once the CS1 is done with, that's kind of where all my attention is shifting, trying to get everything prepped and organized for our adaptive event. Well, Kyle, anything uh, else you'd like to add in conclusion? No, I don't think so. I really appreciate being on, uh, and I find you know all these podcasts to be really inspiring and informational. So thanks for what you do. 
Kyle Wilson, the Snow School Director from Nordic Mountain in Wisconsin, joining us on First Chair from the PSIA ASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon. I'm George Thomas.